Welcome everyone to episode five of One Hour One Decision. I'm Chris. And I'm Tom. And we take 60 minutes to play a random game on Xbox Game Pass. And then we decide, do we keep it or do we trash it? Let's get into it. So this episode, we are watching my recording of my playthrough of our game for this week, which is Metro Last Light Redux. And so. uh, it is not available for the Xbox One. <laughs> that was uh, one mistake. I just realized that the surprise me button does not tell you. It, it was, it was uh, a mistake, but it was a fun one. Because uh, we learn things, yes, and uh, we talk about them. So exactly, like I said, this is this is a very very organic experience. So we're 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 rolling with the punches, bringing you along for the ride. Exactly. So this is the intro of the game. Um, I don't know. I guess it's pretty choppy in this video, but that's fine. We're just talking about it anyway. So yeah, what 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 is the game loop here, Tom? This is this is a first person shooter. Mm-hmm. Story based first yes. person shooter. That is that is accurate and I don't I guess maybe I didn't realize that it was going to have a, a big story element. Mm-hmm. And uh it definitely takes a minute if you if you let this video run, you know what I mean, if you if you sit through the which I did, yeah. <laughs> I did. Which I recommend you do. Yeah. Because like playing a, an uncharted game or something like that there's the story is part of the game it's, it's yep. not just like oh yeah there's a plot happening but that's not why you're playing the game like no i think in this one you're you're probably pretty interested absolutely sh- or should be in what, in this what. actually is the second game which i didn't realize um of the series so this one came out in uh 2014 and the same developer Four uh, A Games. And this is their engine that they've uh, built. So, uh, oh. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's these these games are based on books by Dimitri, and I will re- butcher his last name, um, Lukovsky. I hope that's how you say his name. That sounds good to me. So, <laughs> well, so yeah, it's a um, post-apocalyptic world. Yes. Um, most certainly. And you follow this one character. Uh, you are this said protagonist that is uh, kind of going through this world, uh, surviving and figuring out what to do in it. Yeah. Is, Learning about uh, the world and himself. That's right. That's right. Because uh, at least in this intro, he's he's already forgotten what his mother looks like. Because I guess she was uh, one of the fir- first few people to go the apocalypse so what did what did what did you like about this game tom uh so i liked that it has a a level of resource management Mm. i i like that there you know when you first start of the game you can pick you know do i want to play this as kind of a shooter or do i want to play this as more more like a resident evil style right where you Mm -hmm. where your resources matter and you have to be conservative of your ammunition and things like that so I, i like that i think that's pretty cool right I like that because, uh, and I think we're, you're about to click on it here, that the difficulty settings are not just enemies are harder. Um, mm-hmm. It's like, no, you're going to not have certain HUD elements mm-hmm. or, you know, to make it more immersive, but you know, that will also make the game more challenging, um, which is something that I love about Squadrons, by the way. 
Mm-hmm. Like I play squadrons with all. You gotta, you gotta sneak in Star Wars somehow, don't you? I, I do. I have to <laughs> play Star Wars squadrons. Yes. Um, EA is not paying me to say that. It's, it's no one is paying us to do any of this right now. So no. no. But if you want to, <laughs> by all means, please. We are. I'm happy to take your money. We're happy. We're happy. Very happy to indulge in that. Uh, so I liked all of that. Uh, I like also that there is a level of customization. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the idea that ammunition is currency. Like everything fits very like in, there's there's very good world building. Absolutely, right? yeah. Lo- lots of like lore, which can be a lot to digest up front at the beginning of a game. I get it. I agree yeah. with you. Yep. You know, uh, but this game has these like intro trailers and you definitely need to, need to watch should watch them mm-hmm. um but i think that there's payoff there uh in that like none of them is like really terribly long yeah but they do they're establishing they're important to to set the tone of the game and then even as you're going through like kind of the tutorial steps it's all very good at like establishing the lore of the place the world building the like this is what this game is about and this right. versus about and i'm i i'm big on that I totally agree with you. Like the, I, I definitely jumped in. Like it was, it was. I, I got invested very quickly with the characters and the world because it did seem real and like there was some groundedness. Like that, you know, like Call of Duty and all that stuff has that kind of oh, we're we're grounded, like we're gritty and all that stuff. That like which this does too, but uh there's just something about it that i i appreciated even though there is some kind of as we're looking at this video right now some sort of like supernatural or demons well i had a supernatural never mind uh <laughs> like monsters and stuff like that are that are inside this world it's just so not just man versus man right there's weird stuff going on here definitely uh it is i i, I do like the fact that you know um you can you can play this game without a HUD because of how they, because there's a lot of stealth elements in this game. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think you put in your notes as well. Um, but yeah. there are there's a lot of stealth elements, but you can actually uh, see, like for example, uh, on your watch, there's a little light that tells you when you're exposed or not exposed. Right. Like just little little things here and there, and then like your watch actually tells you how much time you have with your filters. So like you were, like you were saying, going back to your resource management, there's, there's, there's that kind of immersion without having to have like a 800 pieces of HUD elements on your screen. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like when you have like all these colors everywhere and things are like, I mean, I get it. Like sometimes you need that sort of stuff, but if if you can integrate it into the the game Mm -hmm. somehow, that's always going to be better. Yes, Absolutely. The one thing I forgot to do, which I almost always do in a first-person shooter, is look down to see if I actually have feet. Mm. Uh, I I forgot if I actually did that at any point in this game, but I don't know that I did. Um, I did like I I really like the fact that because um, it reminded me of Splinter Cell in a way, mm. where you can shoot out the lights and you can turn off the lights to you know so that you're you're hindering the vision of your enemies yeah. in the game. So that was kind of cool. Uh, at this point right here, I was just trying to see if I could put the text in, or, or rather the the voice in Russian or whatever original language, but it doesn't look like you have that option. It's just the 
the text of the subtitles that would be could be changed. Ooh, okay. Some fanciness. Um, but I like that there's a button to clean your gas mask. That was, yes, I, I must admit that was really cool. I was like, oh, how am I going to get that stuff off? And it's like, oh, press this button to wipe your mask off. It's like awesome. That's really good. Yeah, I think I like, there's there's a lot of little nuances to right. this game that didn't need to be there, but the developers took the time to be like, how do I get the char- the player more invested in being this character? Exactly. And, and even in an hour of gameplay, you can tell. I'm I'm confident that that sort of stuff will continue throughout the game. Yeah. Um, to really draw you in and and kind of make you sink your teeth into the mm-hmm. experience. I will say I also appreciated that for the most part, the chapters or or the sections that you play are in small enough chunks that they're digestible. Yeah. Um, and then you, you, that you're not like you know, especially where when we're playing it in sixty minute sixty minute intervals like this, yeah. that you can kind you can get a good chunk of stuff done accomplished in that time, mm-hmm. and not feel like oh I, I have to keep going. So. I did appreciate that. The one thing that I thought was kind of weird, especially since going back to us kind of talking about the immersion part of everything, mm-hmm. I thought it was weird that the character doesn't talk in the game, but he oh. talks during the loading screens. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't even catch that. Yeah. So, like, people talk at you. Uh, I was actually discussing this with one of our friends, Aaron, because he played, I think, the newer, the newer game, and I think yeah. they, they did the same thing where... He like people are just talking at you. You're never talking back to them, right? During the game, sure. but like silent protagonist, right? You're. I get that you're the silent protagonist, but then why give a voice during the loading screens? Are you like per- maybe or or is it that you are a person that can talk, but you're able to think those thoughts in your head as you're writing it down on a journal? Could, yeah, it could be like a journal. Like some, it could be even be there's a, it's a journal entry being read. Yeah. Maybe not even by our protagonist. We, you know, I don't think either of us got far enough along. to. Think. <laughs> it's true. That is true. But it, um, is, it is, it is interesting. You're right. That the character, right. Has a voice. Yeah. But you don't hear it in the, in yeah. the gameplay. Yeah. The other thing uh, I want to say, I, I just, I was just thinking about this right now. I feel like Mud Runner could be in the same universe as <laughs> as Metro. Yes. Yeah, they could be. <laughs> it's like this needs to happen. It would be awesome if I was walking down the road and I see some guy trying to deliver some trailer, Just some logs, <laughs> some logs somewhere. It's like, oh my god, they need to make this happen. They need to put Mud Runner in Metro or vice versa. Yeah, Let's just they, get they they do share pretty similar palette. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I, I mean the the combat was fun. It felt good. Yeah. Um, sneaking around. I uh, I was playing on keyboard. I was playing on mouse and keyboard. Mm-hmm. Um, were you? Because oh, you got, you had yes. to actually play this on your PC. I did. You had to play it on your PC, which is. And, uh, you know what's shocked me about it is that I could play it. <laughs> that's. But I guess it's. It, you said it's from 2014. It's right? from 2014. So it's it's. It's an old enough game, and if I set my settings at not great, you know, <laughs> it still looked fine, honestly, even yeah. at like medium or whatever it was, and and played smoothly. Um, so so hey, if you have a really old computer, how how old are we talking for you, uh, Tom? Gosh, I don't even know, but I could tell you that it it ha- it was running Vista. Ooh, okay, until, until very recently. 
<laughs> it's so it's an old it's an old computer. Okay. Yeah, and we can see right now we're kind of walking through the world the first time, and um, you know you get a sense of the people around you. Clearly, it's a very militaristic world where they're you know he's he's just part of us. I think he's a ranger. Is that the character is a ranger of some sort? I, yeah. I didn't I didn't understand prior to us starting this. I've heard of Metro this, this yeah. series before. I've never played it. Yeah, but I didn't realize it was called Metro. Because they're in the metro, yeah, as in right. the underground, like the subway system. Yes, that's it. They're in the subway system. That's right. See, here, here in New York City, we call it the subway. Yeah, we don't call it the metro. Yes, uh, but I guess in certain parts of the world, like Russia, you mm-hmm. call it the metro. And so I thought it was like metro, like oh, it's in a city somewhere. No, no, yep. no. It's no in the. It takes place in the. Uh, Everybody, all the people live underground. Yeah, there, there is a city involved, though. It is just uh, in tatters and ruins and all that right. stuff. Yes. So, so what, what was it that like you were kind of put off by or didn't like so much? Um, you know, it's it's hard. It's honestly, it was honestly kind of hard for me to, you know, I guess it is kind of dated, right? You can mm-hmm. tell this is from 2014. It is, you know, at a base level, you know, feels like a first person shooter. So if yep. you're not into first person shooters, you're gonna have a hard time getting into this. You yep. know. I prefer third-person action games. That's why, like, Uncharted is such a... Like, this game reminded me a lot of Uncharted. Mm. I love Uncharted. Yeah. But Uncharted, I would play in third-person. Mm-hmm. And I prefer third-person games. So, like... <laughs> I forgot to ask you, which difficulty setting did you choose? Spartan or... Was it Spartan Survivor, I think? I, I picked the one where you had the with the resource manager. You did? Okay, so that was Survivor. Mm-hmm. Okay. I picked Spartan because I did want to have a more cinematic experience okay versus uh, at least that's how they described it and i felt that way too especially um well let me ask you how far did you get in your 60 minutes because i got to the point where i met oh god what was his name is it dimitri yeah the fellow prisoner the fellow prisoner you got to him Mm -hmm. okay i i i completed that sequence and escaped oh and in fact um I had a lot of fun playing and the the time was up during an action sequence. Mm-hmm. So I cheated a little bit and I finished that action <laughs> sequence. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I did I did keep going. So there we go. Let's let's get to the the meat meat of this. Here, what's the point? One, what's, what's the, the point, point of this one hour? What one is the point? <laughs> what is our decision here, Tom? I had a lot of fun playing and the hour flew by for me and I'm sucker for world building. Yep. The story action hybrid is like my genre. So yeah, I, I really like this. I would I would 100% keep playing this. Yes, sure. I um, how, about, how about you, Chris? I, I immediately, I put the game down for 60 minutes after this recording. Mm-hmm. And like five minutes later, I was like, you know what? Let me, let me keep going. Let me see how this does. And yeah, it, it, kept, it kept up so far. I, um, I want to say I'm actually about three hours in. Or at least I put three hours of playtime. Yeah, I've I've enjoyed it. You filthy cheater! I've, no, I didn't. I stopped. I did three stop. hours, one decision. I did. I totally stopped after my sixty minutes. Okay, okay. But and took you a break. and you and you took took your notes and then exactly. Okay. Yeah, and I I mean to your point though about it being dated looking. I think the whole grittiness thing kind of keeps it looking pretty good for a six-year-old yeah, game sure I, I, so and 
it's it's not like trying to play original Tomb Raider. You know what right. I mean? Like, right. There's there's a there's a point at which when you go back and try to play like really you know 3D polygon games, they just yeah. awful. Yes. A lot of 2D games because of their like aesthetic still look good to today. Mm-hmm. So there's like their that early 3D which doesn't look good. Like I don't anybody who tells you otherwise is lying to you. <laughs> um. But I yeah, agree. like once you once you get to a, I think a certain point, I don't know what that year is, but like good enough. Yeah. Uh, you know, games yeah. like this will still look, you know, maybe in 10 years they won't look I you you'd criticize them. But for right now, I think they they're certainly playable. Mm-hmm. Especially if the game is interesting and and engaging enough to for you to go. It just kind of like let let that slide and keep moving. As my children decide to join in on the action here. That they're excited to see you. Yeah, I guess so. I, I tried to keep them up there. I guess I could do this recording, but so be it. Yeah, so I I definitely want to keep playing and I have kept playing. So cool. Yeah, I want to I want to keep going. Keep going with this. Yeah. What what so so it sounds like a thumbs up from both of us. Thumbs up from both of us. Uh and I, I will say I, I do appreciate also, even though this is the second game in it. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel. Can, can you get out of here, please? Thanks. I um, he wants to be part of the action. Yeah, clearly. You know, you you. Why don't you set him up with a copy of Metro? And he can... <laughs> I, I don't think this is meant for children. First it's of a, all, it's it's definitely not. Do not let your children play this. It's Do not let your children M. play this. It's pretty pretty brutal game. What was I going to say? Now I lost my train of thought because of these two. I I will say that. Yes, this is the second game. I didn't feel like I was dropped into a world where I had to pick up, it's like yeah. pick up where I left off, kind of thing. I, did, so. I didn't. I didn't even notice. Like, yeah, it's definitely a game you can start from right here, and it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm sure, I'm sure that there's payoff if you had played the previous game, but yeah, totally. So let's see what we got in store for episode six. Let's yeah, see what we got here. I'd like to point out little, little, little huzzah here for Chris. We are watching a recording of yes. playing this time. This is the first time we got a recording that worked. He figured it out. He nailed it. All right. Here we go. Here we I go. See, I, see, I see the dice. I see the dice. I'm going to press surprise me. And actually, I would like you to check, confirm that this game is going to be on Xbox. I don't have so. the Xbox here, though. I, hope, oh. okay. I guess I could Google it. Yes. I could use the internet to find out the answer to that. Here we go. Are we ready? We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna hit it. Go for it. State of Decay. That's definitely on Xbox. State yeah, of Decay Two. I don't, even, I don't even need to look. <laughs> State of Decay Two Juggernaut Edition is what we will be playing. Okay, that, that I'm pretty sure that's a first-person shooter. Also, uh, maybe a third person. I here's my here's my question. I've played this game before. Mm. Should we continue with this because I played this game? Huh? Yeah. Let's let's do it. I feel like I haven't. Maybe, okay. maybe if there was a situation where both of us had played it, I'd say let's, like, yeah, we maybe we we don't do it. Yeah. Since I haven't, right? Yeah. Um, That's fair. That's fair. I, let's let's do it, and I want you to try to uh, limit your decision making just to the first hour, and fair. then you and then you can say, you know, we could throw in you if you're like, man, based on this one hour, I I hate this game, but. I could tell you from playing it that it gets much better five hours in. Like, yeah. That's, yeah. That, that's a value add. 
True. Okay. Cool. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening and hope to see you in the next one. Thanks, everybody. 